up, beautiful humans? My name is Morgan, and I'm your podcast host. I'm a talk therapist by training and a practicing spiritual entrepreneur. I specialize in Reiki, tarot, and past life regression. In this podcast, I integrate both clinical and spiritual perspectives to best support you on your healing journey. Welcome to The Clinical Spiritualist. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Clinical Spiritualist. My name is Morgan, and I have an amazing guest with us today. Her name is Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hello, Morgan, and hello, listeners. I'm so happy that you're here. So let's take a couple um, minutes to introduce yourself, your name, your pronouns, and a little bit about your business. Yeah, so I'm Rebecca Weirman, the founder and psychic shadow worker over at This Consciousness Intuitive Healing. Mm -hmm. My pronouns are she, her, and my work is focused all around the shadow self, helping people tune in to what they know to be true so they can live their most intuitive life. And that's actually what we're talking about today is all about um, shadow work, which is Rebecca's specialty. If you want to, I know you do this on your own podcast, give us a little bit of your spiritual profile. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. This, this is crazy because I never get asked this question. I know. <laughs> Every time I ask people this question, I start to think like, what would I say? Mm-hmm. But now here I am like completely speechless, but hmm, give me a second here. Just like tune in to the question itself. So the first thing that really comes to mind when I think about my spiritual identity and feel into that space is that I am on this spectrum of growth and my spiritual identity is my inner child, my present self, and my highest self all Mm -hmm. wrapped into one being Mm -hmm. on this journey ready to help heal themselves and ready to help other people heal. But if you want like the basic nitty gritty Mm -hmm. breakdown... Libra sun to a T. I am a Taurus rising, which is new. I thought I was a Gemini rising, had the wrong birth time for the longest time. Uh But I'm a Taurus rising, makes way too much sense. (laughs) And I'm a Gemini moon, and I have a Scorpio stellium as well. Mm -hmm. So the shadow makes a lot of sense, generator in human design. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I'm a generator too. Yes. Look at us. <laughs> I love generators. I do too. I don't know a lot about human design, but I do know a lot about, well, some about uh, being a generator and just like, don't do it unless it lights you up. And so it's been really validating in my work to just don't say yes to anything that is like, you feel remorseful or kind of like regretful about doing. Yeah. Um, cool. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. I um, told you before we, well, actually, before we start talking about the tarot cards I pulled for our podcast, I want to share with the listeners that Rebecca also has a podcast. It's Creating Consciousness, correct? That's yes. Okay. Um, And it's so ironic and full circle that we're doing this podcast today because when I started reading tarot a little over a year ago, um, one of my good friends, she sent me Rebecca's podcast. Um, and when you first started, you were doing like one card a day, um, kind of like the energy of the day. And I use that podcast religiously. So it is so just like full circle and crazy that 
we're here doing this now, um, that we've become internet friends and yeah, because I use that podcast to really learn the cards and now I'm a tarot reader. So thank you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're giving me such chills. (laughs) I am just so, so happy that the internet, the universe was like working through the podcast to bring us together. And it really does feel full circle. I still remember the first time, like you sent me a message and I was like, oh, (laughs) this is good. This is good. Like, and now to see you doing this, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm blown away by what you're doing, what you're creating, your reels are oh my, my favorite thing on social media currently. Uh, so yeah, just keep it up. You are really you. doing incredible work and people are should be really grateful to have found you and to have worked with you. Wow. I appreciate you. And I definitely found you when I was like thinking about starting this business. And I remember I would jump on a couple of your lives and you were just pulling cards that were like, I don't even remember the details, but just like start the dang thing, do it. Um, yeah. So people like you that have, you know, had the courage to start their business has helped people like me start their business and, you know, it's all just a ripple effect. So cool. Just want to share that with everyone. Thank you. Um, so I pulled two tarot cards. I wanted to share with you. We can just talk about for a couple of seconds, just kind of like the intention of our podcast today. So I pulled the wheel of fortune and then the page of wands. Um, Last night, actually, when I was meditating, I kept getting this like visual of, I looked up the word before, but I don't really know. It's like a wheel spinner, like the thing that you like kids play with that you blow and it like goes in a circle. Yes. What is that? I feel like, I don't know what the specific name. I'm, I'm picturing it in my, <laughs> okay. my mind's okay. eye though. Okay. So I pictured one of those and then I got the like wheel of fortune card in my head And so it's really interesting that I pulled this today kind of like for our intention. And I just felt like it was a card for both of us, um, just all about good karma and like our intention to, with our businesses and our podcasts to like help others, help others heal themselves. Um, And the page of wands, I recently learned more about in depth and it's just about about being like a trailblazer and kind of being like new and young at something, Um, young meaning like new. So yeah, do you want to say anything about those cards? I agree with you fully on everything you've shared. I also just think it's amazing that the Wheel of Fortune shows up, especially in such a destined way with the way we have connected before Mm -hmm. and how that shows up on this time when we're about to sit down and record this podcast. It just is so validating, so confirming keeps me in a place of trust. And I don't want to speak for you, but Mm -hmm. perhaps it does the same for you. And with that page of wands or the daughter of wands or uh, yeah, page of wands or daughter of wands, that energy, it's youthful. It's fun Mm -hmm. for me, what it feels like in relationship to the wheel of fortune Mm -hmm. is honoring that youthful version of the self Mm -hmm. that was once in that place of shit, I might, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. You are, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'll say a whole lot. Yeah, I love it. I think of that younger version of the self who was in this place where she's just like, oh, shit, I need to move through this, but I don't know how. And 
I know I have this idea that's blossoming and it's creative and it's going to pull me closer to what I need to do. But the only thing that I can really do and to push forward and to navigate is to be in this place of trust, Mm -hmm. trust and connection with the universe and then trust and connection with the self as well. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that we don't really learn when we're younger from my experience and from what I've seen from client work until we actually take that leap and have to put ourselves in that position of naivete, but also having the courage to really just show up and push forward. Mm. That was a whole lot. I apologize. No, don't I apologize. Talking for hours on that, but I think that's a, just a really beautiful pair of cards that you pulled. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing your insight as well. I really love to know more about your personal story and how you arrived to this spiritual space um, where you're at now. Yeah. So when I was younger, I was always connected to the other side. Mm -hmm. I was seeing things, hearing things. I could feel into the energy of other people. Mm -hmm. And as I started to grow, as I started to move, I moved a whole lot. So I had very uncertain, ungrounded, root chakra, foundational years Mm -hmm. were very just messy. And as I was growing up in that environment of more chaos, Mm -hmm. I really started to shut myself down from these otherworldly connections. And so I realized that my ability to feel was a perception of my trauma or a reaction to my Mm -hmm. trauma and what I had experienced. So I was feeling people's energies, but what I was really feeling was how I would begin to expect, how I would begin to perceive without communication Mm. and just like pick up on these little things. But it was my mind telling me things rather than the actual true reality of the situation. So it made me become hypervigilant and scared and a people pleaser. And so I was living in this really dark place and I don't say dark as in like ghosts and all of this stuff. I'm talking wounded, Mm -hmm. hurt, feeling broken, which I'll just say this, no one is broken, Mm -hmm. but it came to a point where I really started to hate myself. Mm -hmm. I really disliked myself and I started losing a lot of people in my life. And I was in a relationship with a really toxic partner. Mm-hmm. And I take full responsibility for my toxicity too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was through that that I learned that I wasn't living authentically. I was living for everyone else's expectation of me. And I broke up with this man just randomly. I was just like, I just need to do this. And I got on a flight home. I... Amazon same day delivered my first self-help book Wow! and I read it and I swear it was in that moment I was like this is my return to self Mm. it's happening Mm. and it's been a journey ever since but what that one experience led me to was this journey that I wouldn't change for anything Mm. it started all spiritual bypassy where I was living by love and light. And then it really had to take a turn because love and light only works until you're blowing up 
at the lady at the cash register at the grocery store, but you're just throwing all your other shit on her. And I was like, well, why am I still doing this if I'm spiritual? Mm. And that's when I realized shadow work was the key. And it was, it was brutal, Mm -hmm. but shadow work doesn't have to be brutal. Yeah. Before we kind of segue into what shadow work is, why do you think that you kind of started through the lens of love and light? Was it because of other people? Yeah, it was a conditioning. Conditioning. I mean, when we see the spiritual community from an outside lens, it's very much neutral tones and Mm -hmm. like green juice and kale salads and it's like fuck I don't want to eat another kale salad but I'm eating it because this is what have this is what the internet has showed me that I need to embody and so as shadow work really helps us uncover our conditionings Mm. I started to realize that I was just living based on what the internet was telling me I needed to do. So my conditioning switched from society and my parents and familial to Mm. the gaslit Mm. type of spirituality we see on the internet. Yeah. And you must've been so confused being new on a spiritual journey, being like, I'm doing everything right. Like I'm doing everything that I'm being told to do and witnessing. And why do I still feel like a sack of shit? Amen. Amen. And then randomly, like, you'll hear something where someone's like, oh, do shadow work. But then they go back to doing their Reiki or whatever. And it's like, well, wait, hold on. Can you go back to that shadow work piece? Like, what is that? How do I do that? Yeah. No one ever explains it. I would love for you you to explain it. Mm, I can do that. (laughs) Yay. So the shadow is the part of yourself that you have decided not to integrate. It's everything that makes you a really fucking cool person. So part of my shadow is that I really hated the way I looked. But why did I hate the way I looked? Well, because in third grade, a boy told me I had a unibrow and, you know, Uh, some person in my life never affirmed their love to me. And so I had to realize and uncover all these things to begin healing. So to take that even deeper, as we look to the shadow, you want to bring all of this stuff that you have dealt with from those early developmental years of like zero to five to seven, sort of in that range. Mm -hmm. And you want to start to get clear on it those first emotions you felt, the support, your attachment wounds, and then see how that follows the thread and timeline to the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, shadow work will teach you that most of the time when you get triggered by, for example, I got triggered at my HOA yesterday. Mm The reason I was triggered wasn't because my HOA was refusing to give me my parking pass. The reason I was triggered is because I felt rejected. Uh. And so when did I first feel that feeling of rejection before? 
pulling it back to, okay, well, I felt rejected from my HOA. Mm -hmm. I also felt rejected when I got broken up with. Oh, and then before that, I felt rejected when I didn't get into the college I wanted. And then before that, I felt rejected when I didn't get the part in the musical. And before that, I felt rejected when, bam, big moment breakthrough of that was the first time you felt that way. That is the way that you have decided to continue living based off of that one instance. And usually that breakthrough that you get Mm -hmm. isn't just based off of the part you didn't get in the musical. It's like, I felt rejected because dad left. Ooh, yeah. So it's deep work, Mm -hmm. but it's necessary. But the work doesn't stop there. You have to take that information, Mm -hmm. begin reprogramming it, and integrate it into your life. The next time you feel that feeling of rejection Mm -hmm. is when you say consciously in the moment, I am aware that right now the feeling I'm experiencing is rejection. Mm. I'm going to take a moment to connect with my life force, my breath. I'm going to change this thought and respond rather than react. And that's just the process of integrating the shadow. And as you start to live by that, you start to open up your psychic abilities. Oh, so cool. Yeah. I work a lot with inner child healing. Mm -hmm. So it sounds very similar. How would you say... Is inner child healing just a part of shadow work? Um, How would you say it's like similar and different? I would definitely say that inner child healing is a part of shadow work. Mm -hmm. But some people, like when I think of MFTs, uh, marriage family therapists, Mm -hmm. they are usually dealing with a lot of like inner child's healing work as well as attachment wounds and attachment issues. Uh, But it's just one aspect of shadow work. Mm doesn't have to relate to your childhood wounds. Mm. It can relate to the present. It can relate to your future. Where I would say inner child healing is more focused on the past Mm. to heal the present. Mm. Shadow work is the full spectrum experience of past, present, and future. Yeah, that makes total sense. Um, So really integrating like across the lifespan and the here and now and also future. Um, Right. Yeah. And what? there's more, yeah. sorry, okay. there's more of a spiritual approach, I think, to mm-hmm. shadow work too. Whereas if you're, you know, in traditional therapy, which I believe everyone should be in therapy, mm-hmm. it, that the accessibility piece is a whole nother conversation. Right. But if you are doing shadow work, you're making it sacred for yourself and you're holding that space for yourself unless you're working with a shadow work practitioner who has mm-hmm. tools available to help you. Mm-hmm. But usually in therapy, someone else is holding that space for you. They're asking you questions, but they're also making some connections for you. Oh. For shadow work, I find that you're doing a lot of the work yourself and I'm just providing you with the resources, the tools And if you need help making the connection, I'm there, but I really want you to do it. So I'm just going to prompt you deeper into Mm. that using intuitive tools. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Okay. So let's say you're working with a client. They become aware of their shadow. And obviously there's, there's a lot of different examples um, or times in their life that they could bring to you so but the where the awareness is there then what 
So once the awareness is there, we'll hold space for that awareness. Mm. We'll take time to sit with it, to really be in that energy, to understand it. And once the awareness piece has really had time to be digested, Mm -hmm. that's when we begin to focus on building the tools to support us Mm -hmm. through if this shadow were to ever appear again. Mm-hmm. And so with that, we can turn to building your spiritual toolkit. So for some, that might be yoga, that might be meditation. For me, I turn to the tarot and the Akashic mm-hmm. records and meditation as well. But it's, it's, it's that combined with the integration that I had mentioned earlier, that mm-hmm. consciously being able to identify when you're triggered in the moment, when you can stop, slow down, take a moment, breathe, Mm -hmm. and begin to reprogram that thought by changing your action. Mm -hmm. It is such a beautiful way of like timeline jumping into the highest, most aligned version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And through that process, like I mentioned earlier too, Mm -hmm. through that process is when you start to gain more trust in yourself because you're no longer suppressing everything that has been repressed for years and years. Mm -hmm. And as that all comes to the light, you start to feel a sense of freedom. You start to feel more empowered. You start to feel more confident, secure. Mm -hmm. All of that leads to trust. Mm -hmm. And when you're in this place of trust, all you have to do is a quick gut check and say, okay, yep, perfect. I know I'm making the best decision for me from an aligned place with my higher self in mind. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to move forward with this. Yeah, I can definitely think of so many examples of ways that I've integrated my shadow and, you know, it's lifelong work. I'm still doing it. Um, One thing that's really coming to mind is my sexuality. I didn't come out as queer until, you know, the last two years. I've never dated women until this past year. Um, you know, and that's because when I was younger, the messages I got, I grew up religious, you know, you're going to hell for that. That's bad. And then, um, you know, that just kept being, you know, I, I kissed girls when I was younger. I I knew from a very young age, but I got those messages and I just shut that part of me down and just, it felt was filled with shame and shame. And as each year went, there was more shame on top of it. Um, And now I'm at a place, you know, it doesn't just jump from shame to no shame. There was a lot of work and therapy and, you know, spiritual healing along, along with that. But now I'm able to kind of integrate that into, I don't know, the light, I guess, that Mm -hmm. that it's a, it's a powerful thing. It's, it's a great thing. Um, Yeah. So I just, I wanted to share that. Yeah. And I mean, even in the content and like the core of your business, the way that you show up shows that your show, I'm getting chills, shows that your shadow has been integrated or parts of the shadow has been integrated because Mm -hmm. you really bring your sexuality and your identity Mm -hmm. into the spotlight. And it's the same way with someone who has been in an abusive relationship. Mm. They heal that and they tend to make it their life's mission. So other people Mm. don't experience that same thing. Those are the shadow workers. 
you're a shadow worker, even though you're a light worker, you still work with the shadow. And the whole point of it is to take these experiences that I've, that have hurt us or have helped us grow, even Mm -hmm. if they were really not by society standards, the best experiences. And we make those our superpowers. Yeah. The current shadow piece I'm working on right now is being a survivor of sexual assault. I just posted a podcast somewhat about that. Um, That's what I'm really working on now is like, that's something I've not suppressed in the fact that I haven't, I'm not working through it privately. It's been suppressed in the fact that I'm, you know, scared to bring it toward to other people. Um, And so I've been really working on that lately of being like, no, this is a part of who I am. And it's, you know, it's not a shameful thing that I did and um, kind of using it towards my life mission and being like bringing awareness to it. Um, So it's not, it's not easy work to do this, to do the shadow stuff. Yeah. And I think you also hit on something that's really important is how you focused on healing that privately first Mm -hmm. before you put it on display for everyone else. A great friend and mentor of mine the other day had mentioned teachers who teach from the wound. And there are so many spiritual teachers out there. I'm guilty of it, but, you know, I, I keep it in my mind consciously now not to make that choice. But there are so many teachers out there who will teach from the wound. And almost the way that will come across is as in like, I'm a victim Mm. rather than from this empowered place of awareness. Yeah. So discernment is also really important when working with spiritual practitioners, especially healers. Yeah. I love, I love the discernment word. It always reminds me of how I grew up religious, but it's still something that, um, I use every day and I like to, I like to remember. So how can people begin to face their shadow? What would some good next steps be? So the modalities I use with clients involve the tarot using a Jungian approach to the tarot and using it as an archetypal tool to reveal the energies of the subconscious and unconscious mind. Mm. I also use the Akashic records, which will help us If you're definitely more spiritual or more into higher power representations of things and this life, I recommend the Akashic Records for clients because that way they can tune into something greater Mm. and allow that information to channel down. So it's tarot where we're starting deep in the root, the Akashic Records, we're starting from the light and pulling down. Uh, yoga nidra, sound healing, I do all of those. Mm-hmm. But but if you just want to start doing shadow work yourself, I recommend journaling. Mm. It is the easiest way to break into this space. And I'll send you a link so people can get 10 free shadow work prompts so they can oh. just start and dive right in. Mm-hmm. But just starting to journal two questions rather than just stream of conscious writing, Mm -hmm. actually having a question or prompt that can pull you deeper Mm -hmm. is pretty similar, not completely, but similar to having someone guide you through the process. And the number one thing you want to make sure you do when you're doing this by yourself 
is that you are coming from a very neutral place. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to look at who you are from many different perspectives. And if there's other people involved in a situation that you're trying to work through, Mm -hmm. look at it from their perspective. If you know their trauma, like take the Mm -hmm. time to try to understand someone else's trauma. A lot of the times in spiritual work, we can be led to this place where we work so much on ourselves that we think we're better. Oof, guilty. Dude, same. (laughs) I... And this was early in my journey. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this. I'm this star seed and all this shit, (laughs) which like, don't get me wrong. I I love looking into that stuff. But just because I think I'm this star seed and whatever (laughs) doesn't make me high and mighty. Doesn't mean I'm better than you. And so we all have to meet each other where we're at from this place of neutrality and unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And one of the big problems with shadow work, even when people are like experimenting with plant medicines, the ego can get bigger. So it's not just about yourself. So really like check yourself, bring it back in. And that's why I recommend working with other people in your shadow work, just because it's a judgment-free space, but you know, you're, you're paying someone essentially to call you out on your bullshit yeah, you're held and to guide you deeper. Yeah. You're right. held accountable. Yeah. I like to think of any sort of spiritual worker or therapist coach as someone who's going into a room and they have a flashlight and they're just illuminating different things that you may have not seen. Um, yeah, you, you can definitely do work on yourself individually, but it really does take it to a different level when you're able to work with someone who's unbiased and working with someone who's not a friend, who's not your partner. Like there is a, a, there's a difference. There's a huge, huge difference. Absolutely. So kind of switching gears, this is just a random question. I felt called to ask you when I sent you over the questions, what would your inner child think about who you are today? I adore this question so much. And I've been sitting with young Rebecca Mm. so frequently. And uh, as I just tune into her, I can just feel her. Oh my God, I'm going to get emotional. I can just feel her giving me a hug. And she just says, thank you. But Mm -hmm. in the same way, I'm like telling her thank you because she's the one who got me to where I am. And it's just like this mutual energy exchange. But I think my inner child, I feel that my inner child would just be really proud. Mm -hmm. And in this deep place of admiration. But at the same time, I admire her. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. It was beautiful. You. One more, well, two more questions. Actually, I thought of this question before we got on, and I was so curious to hear your input. Um, what tarot card do you think of when you think of shadow work? The moon. Really? Yeah. Most people would say like the tower, or the death card. I would say the devil. Oh, the devil. That's a good one too. I I agree with that. I think there's a lot of cards that symbolize the shadow, but there's different cards that symbolize different areas within the shadow. So like for the devil, for example, like if the devil shows up in a reading Mm -hmm. with a client that I'm working with to like help reveal the shadow, 
well, the next question I'm going to ask to prompt deeper thinking is, what are the codependencies you currently have in your life? What are you not willing to let go of? What addictions might you possibly be facing right now? If the moon shows up, it's more so of a, okay, we're ready. Let's address it. It's almost like it's the starting point. If death shows up, congratulations, like celebrate because you're, you're in that process of letting go to create space for something new. If I'm trying to think of something else, if the 10 of swords pops up, ew, or the nine of swords, gross. I hate those cards, but I love (laughs) them at the same time. I'm like, honey, like, let's look at your job. What, what's coming up there? Mm -hmm. It's just, and it, it of course changes based on different energies and the cards in relationship. But to answer your question for me, it would be the moon the death card, the devil card. There's so many, but predominantly the moon. But I agree with you for sure on the devil. I like that you said the moon. It's it's one of the major arcana cards where I I have a hard time relating to. Um, so I'm going to see it in a different way now, now that I know that's your first card that you think of when you think of shadow work. Yeah. The moon is just also like such a feminine energy. And when we look at, of course, every feminine energy has masculine energy and there's like this non-binary energy that flows within each of the cards as well. Like I'm very much trying right now to not look at these cards from the binary lens, but there are still prescriptive energies within the Jungian analysis of things, Mm -hmm. which Jung's flawed in in, in his work as well, but that's a whole other conversation. Yes. When we look at that energy, especially that feminine energy on her shadow, the way and where it takes me is back to that primal feminine, the Mm -hmm. one who's going to get dirt under her nails and howl at the moon and stare at the moon and search for the answers. She's not afraid to roll around in the mud. Um, It's not like the ultra femme feminine. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else that you want to share that you feel like we didn't cover today or any kind of last thoughts? I have one last question before we go, but. No, I don't think so. I mean, your questions were so well thought out and I mean, I just rambled on about some of them, but oh my goodness, thank you for letting me speak and share. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about this stuff and could talk for hours. How can listeners work with you? Mm, Amazing. To work with me, head to my website, thisconsciousness.com. As you've heard, I take a toolbox approach to healing through shadow work. Not one thing can heal you. So what you'll find on my website is a quiz that will help you figure out which modality is going to be the best way to focus in on your shadow work healing. And I will then send you emails or you can just go ahead and book a session there. But also, if you just want to try getting started with yourself, go ahead, download those 10 free shadow work prompts to get you started and know that I'm always here. You can send me an email, Rebecca at thisconsciousness.com or send me a message on Instagram um, just for a little extra help and support. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing space with me. And I really appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Morgan. You're amazing. And I just love everything that you do. I also just have to compliment you, like your clinical approach, I think is very beautiful. The way you Mm -hmm. alchemize your clinical background, 
your trauma-informed background and the spiritual side, you're doing beautiful work. So thank you. And this was just such a full circle honor and privilege. And I thank the Wheel of Fortune and the <laughs> yeah. Page of Wands for just holding us in this space. Thank you so thank much. You.